Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for today. Thank you for every life represented on this mountain today. We ask that your spirit will overshadow each one of us. As we came, we will never return the same. Let the power of your word break forth. Let the power of your word bring light into our destiny. Shelter darknesses away from our lives. Restore divine strength unto us. For your word have said, they go from strength to strength. Each one of them appeared before God in Zion. May everyone whose strength spiritually has gone down, Lord, be strengthened today. Anyone whose strength has gone down physically be strengthened today by the power of your word. May your word bring us breakthrough. May your word lift us up. May your word bring encouragement and direction, inner strength, vitality, and vigor, spiritual victories for our lives in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Alright, let's put our hands together and let's celebrate the Lord. Amen. Alright, God bless you. This month, amen, is the Son of God. We have seen that Jesus is God himself that assumed flesh and became man. Hallelujah. How many of us remember those things we spoke about from the beginning of the month? And then we ran through and we saw some of the argument why people find it difficult to believe that Jesus is actually God. We looked at that and we also looked at what is the position of the church. We read from 1 Timothy chapter 3 verse 16 He said for with that controversy great is the mystery of godliness that God appeared in flesh alright was seen by angels he was ministered unto by men he was he died receiving glory hallelujah so we the position of the church is that Jesus is God or God himself manifested in the flesh and then we came through to last week Friday where we had the uh, was that the Easter Friday service I spoke to you about seven benefits of the blood I guess so and then on last Sunday I spoke about the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ hallelujah I, I will not be able to complete everything or, or, or about everything about Christ but I want to run up this month alright and then as the year proceed we will take some other aspect and then we will talk about it but to run up on the month today I am looking at the official names and titles of Jesus official names and titles of Jesus hallelujah Amen. Alright, are you ready? Are you sure? Okay. There is something special about names and titles. When one knows a person's name and title, one does not only know who that person is 
and what that person represents but one also knows how to regard and relate to the person who bears the name and the title amen all right so if you appear in any place and you are a minister and they don't know they treat you anyhow but immediately they know that you are a minister honorable you see there is a way of respect they will accord you that is how they will relate with you so that's the point i'm trying to make that if you know the name and the, and the title of an individual it changes your perception changes your attitude your relationship all right to the person so it's very important we know the titles and the names that Jesus bears why should we because if we know the names and the titles he bears it will help us to be able to relate well with him and receive what blessings he has for us hallelujah so this morning that's what I'm going to look at and the titles and the names that I'm going to look at include number one Jesus Jesus I'll look at that Jesus number two I'll look at Christ number three I'll look at Lord Lord number four son of God number five I'll look at son of man and then I'll look at king of kings and lord of lord hallelujah so we're looking at jesus christ lord son of god son of man king of kings and lord of lords say hallelujah praise the lord all right let's start it's a long list so i'll try to run quickly amen so let's look at jesus jesus is often referred to as the proper name of Christ the name Jesus is the Greek form of the Hebrew word or the Hebrew name Joshua so the Hebrew called Jesus Joshua and the Greek called Joshua Jesus hallelujah amen so in Hebrew the name Joshua which is rendered in Greek as Jesus means God helps God helps or God is my helper God helps or God is my helper or God saves say God saves say it well say God saves Say it again. God saves. Matthew chapter 1 verse 21. Matthew chapter 1 verse 21. It says she will bear and she will bring forth a son. And thou shalt call his name Jesus. For he shall save his people from their sins. So the name Jesus by interpretation 
as applied to Christ that is Jesus of Nazareth means that Jesus is a savior hallelujah so the name Jesus means what savior it means what it means what it means savior that is why in any issue of life when you are confronted with it and you mention Jesus there is salvation that comes forth are you hearing me why the name means savior he shall save his people so in, in, in certain times you are in a car there is an accident you just mention Jesus however it is you, you, you see it saves the situation that is the name Jesus Christ can you shout amen why because the name implies God helps he is my helper he is my savior God will intervene in your case for you shout amen whatever you are facing the Lord is your help I see divine help coming into your direction in the mighty name of Jesus Christ in songs of Solomon chapter 1 verse 3 songs of Solomon chapter 1 verse 3 songs of Solomon chapter 1 verse 3 it said because of the savor the fragrance of thy good ointment thy name is as an ointment that is poured forth the name of Jesus carries an anointing to save are you hearing me when that name is mentioned the anointing on the name of Jesus goes into being it goes into action to to effect what the name carry to bring salvation to the one that pronounced the name say amen that's what the name carries it carries an ointment it carries an anointing that brings salvation hallelujah 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 that's why when you are faced with issues when you mention that name there must be response i tell you there must be response i told you about the story i mean my own case that i faced one day i told you that i was in my room at night dawn i i, I don't know whether i was asleep or i was alive but my 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 my, my house is just about the main road and that is my house my room as i was lying on my bed all of a sudden i saw whether a vision or a dream i don't know but i just saw this creature like 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 a monkey all right hopping from the road before long before i could see that that creature was right there in my in my sitting room because i could see that he was on my bed and he held my neck to my bed and it was just pressing me to my bed you understand as to how he came up just hopping like that and coming before i could see before you i could say that he has arrived on my bed and just held my neck to my bed he was just pressing me to my bed and my spirit as of them my spirit just picked up and i was praying in tongue i couldn't open my mouth but i was praying in tongue i got the strength from anywhere and i was able to just shout jesus it was like a force it just pushed that creature for me it hit him against the wall 
right there and before i could see it just jumped like that out and there it went the name jesus saves the name jesus saves i would have died that night i would have died and they would come for my funeral oh this man is a good man this man is a good man oh how could he die but that creature would have killed me <laughs> and they would have said so many stories but it was only me who would have known what killed me you understand the name jesus saves can you shout amen i said the name jesus saves shout amen and that same name will save you from every impending danger shout hallelujah the name jesus saves that name carries an anointing for saving hallelujah all right the next one is christ the name christ is often used as the official name or title of jesus of nazareth you see the name christ means christos christos k-r-i-s-t-o-s christos and is the greek rendering of the name messiah so christ messiah is the hebrew christ is the greek and you have to understand that the bible as we use all right the scriptures were first written in hebrew okay so when 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 they they, they carried them into exile and all those things enlightenment came so they began to re-translate all the hebrew scriptures that they have written they translated them into greek you understand so when they see messiah in the hebrew language they now write it christ hallelujah and there are different words like that that were translated amen all right so that word messiah means the anointed of the lord the anointed of the lord hallelujah and don't forget that in the old testament the word christ was used for a king who was described as the charismatic agent that is the anointed someone anointed or filled with the spirit of god or someone who is used as an instrument of god's saving purpose in the world amen all right so that's how and that's the understanding they carry when they say messiah someone who is anointed someone that god has anointed to bring salvation to bring i mean to carry out salvation in the world it was their concept hallelujah amen amen and we could see that one in judges chapter 8 verse 22 judges chapter 8 verse 22 so anyone they saw anointed that brought salvation to them they called that person as messiah then the men of israel said unto gideon rule thou over us both thou and thy son and thy sons also for thou hast delivered us from the hands of the median so that man 
be referred to as a messiah a deliverer you understand uh -huh. so someone who delivers christ he is the anointed of the lord that brings salvation that brings deliverance to the people or to cause people and that's how they saw it i hope you are following me all right you can also read first Samuel chapter 8 verse 7 hallelujah and then it goes on and goes on isaiah 45 verse 1 it was even used for a pagan king like cyrus because he brought deliverance to god's people that man was referred to as messiah but in the new testament the title christ or messiah was freely applied to jesus john chapter 1 verse 41 john chapter 1 verse 41 he first finded his own brother simon and said unto him we have found the messiah which is being interpreted the christ have you seen it we have found the messiah so that's what andrew said they referred to jesus the christ as the messiah hallelujah and john chapter 4 verse 25 the samaritan woman john 4 25 the woman said unto him i know that messiah cometh, which is called christ when he is come he will tell us all things so he was also referred to as the messiah by this woman hallelujah so the title christ or messiah was a title of great significance to the jewish christians in particular hallelujah amen so the messiah was regarded as the expected deliverer and the supreme ruler so they call him the king of the jews so when you read your scriptures very well you will see that when jesus was crucified they put that thing on top king of the jews because he said that he was a king so they put that one there and then they asked him remove he says uh, uh, he is the king of Jews, and then the 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 governor said what i have written i have written jesus is our messiah shout amen shout another amen shout amen. amen hallelujah so what does the messiah do to save to bring deliverance so that is one title of the lord jesus christ the messiah the anointed one he came to deliver us and deliver us from the bondage of the enemy can you say amen, amen. shout another amen hallelujah amen all right the next one is lord lord Lord, and i want you to note them well and just have an understanding of them lord so anytime you say you say jesus you know what you are talking about when you speak about christ you know what you are speaking about hallelujah now lord lord mirror so the title lord or lord can be called curious k-u-r i o-s 
That is the title. Lord or Kyrios in its original Greek usage. Alright, when you are using it, just just using original, just using it. Raw, it means Lord. Lord or owner. Lord or what? Owner. Well, what, I mean, it means master. Sorry, right? It means master or owner. So when we say Lord, what you are saying actually is my master and my owner. See, you are my Lord. You mean my master and my owner. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you still here? All right. I hope I can proceed. Okay. So, when we talk about Lord, we mean our master and we mean our owner. And you have to understand that the name as it was used by early church was not adopted. Even though in, in, the, in the early days when they talk about Lord, it was actually used among the Gentiles, the pagans. You understand? But the church used it, took it. But it was not as though it was the pagans who brought it forth. You understand? Alright. But the church adopted that. But it was with a different kind of meaning. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Okay. And in the olden times or in the old in the old testament, they referred to God Almighty as their master or their Lord because of two reasons. Two reasons. Number one, because he is the creator. Because he's what? The creator. The creator. And that word Lord. By which they referred to God Almighty was rendered into Hebrew names. So when they say Lord, they actually mean two things. Number one, they mean Adonai. Okay? When the Hebrews say Lord or Master, they mean two things. They mean Adonai. When they say Adonai, it means one who has possession and authority. That is the meaning of Adonai. Amen. And then the second one, when they say Lord, it means Yahweh. Yahweh means Jehovah or the self-existent one. The great I am. Hallelujah. Alright. So, to apply that title, Lord, or curious to Jesus Christ, is in effect equating Christ to God Himself. Amen. We see Thomas. In John chapter 20, verse 28. John 20, 28. 
don't forget i have said that in the old testament when they talk about lord they are referring to god almighty they mean they mean adonai or or they mean yahweh you understand uh -huh. those two things don't forget the one who has all things the possessor of all things and the self-existent one the great i am and 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 that same word was applied to the lord jesus thomas answered and said unto him my lord and my god that means that he actually equated god to christ christ to jesus he made them equal by what he said here hallelujah hallelujah all right okay can i continue okay so to describe any person as lord implies that the person carries legal authority or a legally acquired authority when you call someone lord it means that a person has legitimate authority that's what i need to say has legitimate authority over you or he has a legally acquired authority that's why you call him lord amen are you following okay so in the olden days they call someone lord because the person is your master and and, and those days they deal in slavery so if i bought you with money i have legally acquired you i am your lord do you understand so they will refer to them as lord my master my owner amen all right so get 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 that one and let it be there so someone who has a legal a legally acquired authority is referred to as lord so when referring back to the israelites you can see the reason why they call god lord number one because he is their creator don't forget adonai and yahweh lord that is the two things they refer to self-existent one and possessor of all things i hope you are getting my explanation all right so they call him lord because they recognize that he is their creator in the beginning god created so they recognize god is the creator of all things that's why they refer to him as lord hallelujah 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 isaiah chapter 45 verse 11 and 12 secondly the israelites referred to god as their lord because he was their deliverer he was what their deliverer from bondage in egypt exodus chapter 20 verse 2 to 3 he was their deliverer amen so number one they call him they call 
God Almighty as Lord because he was or he is the creator of heaven and earth. Number two, because he was their deliverer. Do you get that? Alright. So that same title, Lord, was applied to Jesus. Why? Because, number one, number one, why is Jesus Lord? Why do we call him Lord? And why do they even equate Jesus to God by referring to him as Lord? Amen. I hope I'm not too deep. Hallelujah. Alright. So, first reason why Christ Jesus is referred to as Lord is this. It was through Christ that the world was created. For without him was not anything made. Hallelujah. John chapter 1 verses 2 John chapter 1 verses 2 and verse 10. John chapter 1 verses 2 and 10. Are we there? John 1, 2 and 10. The same was in the beginning with God. Verse 10 please. He was in the world and the world was made by him and the world knew him not. So he was, he, he, the entire world was made by the Lord Jesus Christ. Don't forget, they recognize God as their Lord because he is the creator of the world. You understand? And then we apply the same title to Jesus because through him was the world made. The entire world was created by him. So he is also qualified to be called Lord, just like God himself. Amen. Number two reason why we call him Lord is that, I hope you are following me, is that he is our deliverer from the bondage of sin. Just like God was the deliverer of the Israelite from the bondage from Egypt. Do you understand? And ours is more severe than Israel. Because ours was the bondage of sin. A worse bondage than that one in Egypt. First Peter chapter 1 verse 18. First Peter chapter 1 verse 18. For as much as you know that you were not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold from your vain conversation received by tradition from your fathers. Verse 19. But with the precious blood of Christ as of a lamb without blemish and without spot. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you getting what I'm talking about? So he qualifies to be Lord because he owns us. He possesses us. Hallelujah. We belong to him. Alright. He bought us. He has legal authority. Legitimate right over us. Why? He created the entire world. Number two, he purchased us. He bought us with his blood from the bondage of sin into his liberty. That's why he is Lord of our lives. Do you understand? So there is no way any devil can claim Lord over your life. 
that it can determine what what happens to your life and how your life should go no when you understand this one you stand in that authority i belong to the lord he is for me he is my master he is my king do you understand when sickness comes, you look at the face of sickness. I can feel the symptom, but I belong to God, the one that bought me with his blood. I am healed. I'm perfected. Are you hearing me? Why? He is Lord. He owns you. Sickness that does not own you. Poverty does not own you. Demons and devils that own, does not own you. Jesus, our Lord and our King, is the master of our life. Can you say amen? Look, when you understand these things, living your life for God is easy. It's easy. It's easy. He is your Lord. He's your master. He owns you. The Lord owns me. If he owns me, he owns everything that I have. He owns my head. He owns my eye. He owns everything. My money is for him. My car is for him. My wife, my children. Everything belongs to him because he is the owner. Do you understand? You got to understand who you have come to believe. You got to understand him. He is my Lord. That means that he is my master. What he says is what I hear. The instructions he gives me is what I obey. My Lord, my master, my owner. Are you hearing me? You, you, you will not find it difficult giving your money to God. It's not for you in the first place. Everything you own belongs to your master. Because when they capture you as a slave in the olden days, everything you have belongs to the one that bought you. And in the same way, Jesus bought us with his blood. Whatever we have belongs to him. There is no day I'll wake up and say that, eh, eh, they say tight. This one is not biblical. It's not there. So I won't give. You are challenging God? Look, even if tight is not there and God asks you to bring your money, why won't you give him? When you understand that he's your Lord and he's your master, you don't understand. One day God pointed to my account. I had nearly 50,000 inside. He said, take, put inside church. Whilst I withdrew the money, my wife was crying. He now narrated everything. She now narrated, these children need this one. They need this one. They need this one. It's then understood why Abraham never spoke to the wife when he was going to sacrifice Sacrifice, uh, what's the name? Isaac. I understood. Yes. I understood. They now narrated this, this, this. But when God pointed that one, I knew that everything I have belongs to him. It's for him. He gave me in the first place. No struggle. I just went and withdrew everything and I put inside church. I gave to God. I never died. He sustained me. And he have made it much more better than the one I gave him. Are you hearing me? He is my Lord. Can you shout he is my Lord? Say he owes me. He is my master. Shout amen. Brothers and sisters, that's what we are talking about. He is our master. Our Lord. When you point to your shoe, go and bring him. He points to your dress, go and bring him. Many of you, you, have, you are not yet born again. Oh. When God cannot rule your life, when he gives you instruction, you cannot obey. You are not there. That man has not become your master. You are just saying it with your mouth. When your master gives his instruction, you are like a fool. He said, go like this. You are just following. When you wake up, you will be singing, Abraham, blessings am I. You, you, hey, you will not get it. Though. You get tired. 
because you have not yet become a fool for the Lord. You have not yet. You are so wise. So wise. You are so wise. They spoke to Abraham that same day. Say, Abraham, take your only begotten son, go and sacrifice him. He said, I hear. He just carried him like that. He went to the mountain. Old man, climb me a mountain to sacrifice. Why would God not bless him? Tell me, why? He recognized that God is Adonai. He is Yahweh. The self-existent one. The possessor of all things. Can you shout amen? amen. Say God is my Lord. He is my master. He is my owner. Say he owns me. And everything about me. Can you shout amen? amen. Shout another amen. Shout another amen. Hallelujah. Alright. I'm not sure I'll be able to finish. Alright. So let's do son of God son of God. So in the Old Testament we see we see the title son of God is used to refer to the people of Israel. The people of Israel. They are so special to God. Eh? The people of Israel. Exodus chapter 4 verse 22 Exodus 4 22 and thou shalt say unto Pharaoh, thus hear the Lord, Israel is my son even my firstborn <laughs> you see it so this title was used in the old testament for israel hosea chapter 11 verse 1 amen it was also used for the promised kings of the house of david second samuel chapter 7 verse 4 it was also used for angels Job chapter 1 verse 6 and it was also used for pious people pious Psalm 73 verse 15 so the use of this title son of God with respect to Jesus the Christ is in the following sense and that's what I'm, I'll, I'll try to explain alright so we use son of God to apply to Christ Jesus in this sense in the uh, uh, messianic sense and we've spoken about Messiah already alright so it was used in that sense not so much as his nature but rather his office as the anointed Messiah and King of Israel. Hallelujah. It's, it's, it's a bit difficult. But Matthew chapter 7 verse 39. Matthew 27 verse 39. Matthew 27 verse 39. Sometimes when we finish preaching, you need to get the tapes. Alright? And listen to it. Listen to it. When you keep listening, you get understanding. Alright. And they that pass by is that what I quoted? 27.39. Okay. That's what I want. Alright, go to 30 and let me see. Wagging their heads. Verse 30, please. And they speed upon him and took the reed and smote him on the head. Please, let's continue. 31. And 
after they had mocked him they took the rub off from him and put him on a raiment and led him away to crucify him alright so we are referring to his messianic mission his saving mission his deliverance mission it refers to that that is the sense in which we refer to him as the son of God and then we refer to him as the son of God in the sense that he possesses or he has a form of divinity or he is divine alright we say son of God denoting his deity his divinity hallelujah and his pre-existent sonship Matthew chapter 11 verse 27 Matthew eleven twenty seven. 27 Matthew twenty two forty one 41 to 46 those of us who will be doing further studies we can read Romans 8 3 we can read Galatians chapter 4 verse 4 alright so when we say he's a son of God we mean he carried divinity and I've explained all those ones in our previous previous uh, messages he's the son of God because he carried divinity the life in him is the life of God almighty hallelujah that's why he's the son of God and then we say son of God because of his supernatural way by which he entered the earth hallelujah uh-huh. the way he was born no man has ever that way no man even though he came through a woman but that woman was virgin he didn't come by the seed of a man he came by the seed of God himself that's why we call him the son of God hallelujah 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 so we say the son of God it is in that sense we refer to him in that sense his deity his messianic mission and then his supernatural way or his supernatural birth by which the supernatural way by which he entered the earth hallelujah that is the realm in which we see he is the son of god hallelujah i believe you got my explanation amen all right the next one i want to look at quickly is son of man so we have jesus we have christ we have lord we have son of god we have son of man hallelujah all right in the new testament the title the son of man is found to be a common self designation of jesus the christ so jesus gave it to himself he called himself son of man sometimes the title son of man is used to emphasize his heavenly side his pre-existence as well as his second coming in triumph and glory matthew chapter 16 verse 27 mark 8 38 
Number two, we are saying that other times it is also used to emphasize his humanity. Matthew chapter 17, verse 22. Mark 2.27 So this title, Son of Man, one can say, is used by Christ to express his meaning of the messianic mission as a mission of self-emptying, suffering, and death fulfilled in victory and glory can you say amen we want you to know and understand that is the son of man with a mission who came to suffer who came to die and then rose again hallelujah but the truth is that you have to understand that jesus was actually man he was what he was what he was man he was 100% man so what he was on mission just like you are on mission so if you are in this world you don't know that you are in mission you are just walking like that living your life like that anything that comes it goes eh? you have missed it you are on a mission and you must define your mission and meet your expected end before you leave do you understand you must meet it and that's exactly what Jesus came doing. He knew what exactly he was about. He came to fulfill a mission. May you not miss your mission in the mighty name of Jesus. Alright, let's look at the last one. King of Kings and Lord of Lords. That one is just one. King of Kings and Lord of Lords. So, that title, King of Kings, and Lord of Lords is a title reserved for God alone. It's a title reserved for who? A title reserved for who? God alone. Deuteronomy chapter 10, verse 17. Please project that one. Deuteronomy 10, 17. For the Lord your God is God of gods and Lord of lords. You see it? Are you here, please? For the Lord your God is god of gods and lord of lords a great god a mighty and a terrible which regarded not persons nor taken reward so that's a title reserved only for god daniel chapter 10 daniel chapter 2 verse 47 daniel 2 47 daniel 2 47 the Canaan said unto, unto Daniel and said of a truth it is that your God is God of gods and a Lord of kings and a revealer of secret seeing thou couldest reveal this secret can you say amen so that title king of kings and lord of lords God of gods and Lord of lords is a title reserved only for God. Can you say amen? But to, to give the same title to Christ 
is to equate him with the living God. When we say Jesus is King of Kings and Lord of Lords, what we are actually saying is that Jesus is equal to God. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. So, he who sees Jesus of Nazareth, the Christ, sees the living God. So, if you can see Jesus, it means you have seen God. Hallelujah. If Jesus is in you, it means God is in you. Can you shout amen? In, 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 in John chapter 10, verse 30, that's what he said. I and my father are one. Hallelujah. I and my father are one. So John chapter 14 verse 9. Please John 14 verse 9. Jesus said unto him, Have I been so long time with you, and yet hast thou not known me, Philip? He that have seen me have seen the Father. And have and how sayest thou then? Show us the Father. If you have seen me, you have seen my father. I am just like him. I'm the exact replica of him. I reflect his glory. I carry his image. I am like him. When you see me, you have seen my father. In fact, the day you meet me, you don't need to look for who my father is. I am my father. I and my father are one. Can you shout amen? Can you shout amen? Jesus our Lord command the same dignity say amen he command the same glory say amen he command the same honor as the father shout hallelujah revelation chapter 14 no revelation chapter 19 verse 14 and 16 and the armies which were in heaven followed him upon white horses clothed in fine linen white and clean the next verse and he have on his vesture and on his thigh a name written king of kings and lord of lord verse 17 okay that's okay king of kings and lord of lords praise the lord don't forget, I said that name is reserved only for God. But to equate or to give that same title to Jesus means that we are equating God to Christ. He's the same. Shout amen. On his vesture and on his thigh is written the name King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Can you shout amen? Shout amen. The title King of Kings and Lord of Lords is a confession and affirmation of the fact that God has highly exalted Jesus to his stead. Hallelujah. Look, the day we appear in heaven, I'm telling you, you are not going to see God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. No, 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 no. You will see one man on his vesture and on his thigh is written a name king of kings and lord of lords shout amen come on shout him god has highly exalted him philippians chapter 2 verse 9 philippians chapter 2 verse 9 
Wherefore God also have highly exalted him and given him a name. Giving him what? A name. Which is above every name. That at the name of Christ Jesus the Lord, every knee should bow. Every tongue should confess. He said that he is Lord to the glory of God the Father. He said all tongue, everything, look at it, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow. Of things in heaven. Say amen. Do you mean when we mention the name of Jesus, God will bow? He is him. He is God himself. When that name is mentioned in heaven, all the angels respond. Can you shout amen? When that name is mentioned on earth, every knee must bow and every tongue must confess that Jesus is Lord. Somebody shout hallelujah. When that name is mentioned, things under the earth respond. Can you shout amen? Can you shout amen? Everything buried in your life, when that name is mentioned, they must respond. They must come alive. Businesses that are dead, when the name of Jesus is invoked, that thing must resurrect. They must hear the name of Jesus and respond. Can you shout amen? God has given him a name above every other name. That at the name of Jesus, every knee must bow. Brothers and sisters, look at the face of that challenge and address it with the name of Jesus. They will respond. I said they will respond. I said they will respond. If it is any sickness in your body, address it. Look at it. Mention the name of that sickness. Speak to it in the name of Jesus and it will hear. Can you shout amen? If it is your business that is not working, look at it and address it. Speak to it. Thou business in the name of Jesus. Receive life and make progress and it will hear you. Somebody shout hallelujah. There is a name above every other name. That name is the name of Jesus. Everything in heaven respond. Everything on earth respond. And those under the earth also respond. Shout amen. That's what we are talking about. He is Lord. He is King. He is Christ. He is the Son of God. He is the Son of Man. Shout Jesus. Shout Jesus. Shout Jesus. That's the name above every other name. There is no name like him. The day we appear in heaven, like I've said, he said, it pleased the Father that in him all the fullness of the Godhead should dwell bodily. We will see Jesus on the throne. <laughs> Our king will be there. And we will worship him. We will serve him. Hallelujah. Oh, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. Shout amen. Glory to God. Somebody lift up your hands and begin to worship.